Welcome to the Alpha Queen Empire Podcast. Hey Queens! Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. May God's peace, mercy and blessings be upon all of you. Welcome to a brand new episode in Alpha Queen Empire Podcast. This is me, your host Shamima Shah Jahan and let me tell you, Today's episode is going to be super special and I can just tell it from the energy that I am holding. Today we are going to be speaking all about one of the most detrimental things that a business owner, that a CEO can do to themselves and their business. How they may be unconsciously sabotaging the results they're getting. And we're going to talk about how we can, first and foremost, identify this culprit. And second, how can we deal with it? But before that, let me just tell you that the last two days, actually, since yesterday, today's the second day, uh, and it's currently 10. 40, 40, almost 10, 40 a.m. And I feel like I've done so much of work already, like already clocked in three to four hours of solid work. And it feels so amazing because there used to be days where by 11, I still feel so slothy. I feel like a couch potato where I was wondering how the people who I saw online just found the energy to run the business the way they ran. I always wondered what their secret sauce was and I think that I have tapped into it. So let me just talk about this momentum and all this energy before I hop on to today's subject because This episode is going to be short and I love to let my thoughts wander so I get to benefit you with not just the topic at hand but with also what I am growing through in this season of my life. So talking about momentum and what may have helped me tap into this energy reservoir, I believe, is first and foremost understanding that energy is not created nor destroyed, which means we being spiritual beings living in a physical reality have access to this unlimited source of energy. So there's no real concept of Oh my God, where can I get the energy that I'm looking for? We have the energy already in us so it's only a matter of releasing it and for us to release this energy that's already within us we need a goal we need a vision we need things that trigger this energy reservoir that triggers the releasing of the energy that's already within us so we can produce the work that we are here to produce on earth to do God's work, to touch the lives of people who we, who we are meant to touch. So over the couple of years, I have been really consciously working on my personal growth, doing the inner healing work and just trying to 
connect the dots together just a couple of months back i landed i don't know if that's the word on a purpose statement that just feels so right to my soul and let me tell you at this point i've had several purpose statements and everything felt right but in this season i feel like oh my god i feel like it encompasses all of who i am simply because now that i reflect back at some of the purpose statements that i had some time back i see how even in my purpose statement which is very personal to me i had elements of people pleasing so my current purpose statement is my name is shamima shahjahan and i truly feel know and believe that the purpose of my life is to live in prosperity to unite people on common grounds through spiritual awakening and to inspire people to consciously create an abundant wholesome life that promotes fulfilling god's once god given potential so you see the first part is interesting to live in prosperity and for the longest time i did not allow myself to accept this let alone say it out loud because I realized I had some money wounds or prosperity wounds and people pleasing tendencies that I had to heal and I had to overcome so I can wholeheartedly accept my truth and embrace and unapologetically show up as who I am period so ever since I tapped into this purpose statement I feel the energy and the urge in me to jump out of bed every single morning and every time i feel disheartened or unmotivated or even when i'm feeling a bit low i like to repeat this purpose statement to myself and it really fools me because one of the regular exercises that i do is early in the morning when i go to the bathroom or when i'm putting my makeup i look at the mirror i look at myself and i say my purpose statement and it just makes me so feel so powerful and proud of myself for having come to become the person that I am today because only you know what you've been through to get to where you are right now whether you are just going to start your business or you are already earning multiple six figures seven figures eight figures it doesn't matter but you know what it took for you to come this far so when i look at myself in my eyes in the mirror and read my purpose statement i feel so powerful and therefore when i'm feeling low and i'm reading the purpose statement that i usually read when i'm feeling powerful that the low vibration in me gets influenced by the statement that triggers high vibration and i find it so easy to tap back into my energy resource and i feel that i've gotten much more clarity about the work that i do the things that i want to do in my life you know have a very clear vision of the north star and i've got a very clear if i can say idea about what motivates me what drains me and this is coming from living life super duper consciously for years on years right like working on myself on my life on my business every single day putting my heart soul mind body blood sweat all of these juices and now i'm so grounded in self awareness that when something happens in my life 
I do not just see the surface happening, if I can say, but I could really pinpoint, okay, what part of self-sabotage is it? Who is talking? In a sense, I call my paradigm, the unserving paradigm that wants to keep me stuck, that wants me to keep remaining and die probably in my comfort zone as the bitchy side of me. <laughs> I'll talk more about it in another podcast episode. But so when an inner voice comes up, I know, okay, is it the bitchy part of the paradigm or is it the more empowered Shamima, the alpha queen Shamima? I have given a voice to this paradigm that wants to play small, teeny, meeny, meeny, this bitchy part, a really annoying voice. So for an example, if I were to <laughs> just act it out for you, for an example, it may sound like, oh, Shamima, you should not do that. You know, very sly and manipulative, right? Because what will people think? What will people misunderstand? Like, oh my God, bitch, shut up. <laughs> and then there is this alpha queen. She who walks in her power. She who is not a victim, but a victor, no matter what. You know, she gets more airtime in my head. She dictates my life because she is living in harmony to where I want to go. So I can clearly differentiate. Oh my God, is it the bitch or is it the queen? Mm -hmm. But I realized that sometimes this bitchy part has become like so ingrained in our nervous system and we are so familiar that we don't even think it's an enemy. But then we know that there are part of our nerves, a part of our soul that's not working for us. It's essentially working against us. And we need to learn to conquer that. And for that, we need to be more connected to the empowered part of ourselves. You can call it the higher self, the one that's more connected to the vision, to your destiny, to where you are looking to go. And you empower that and you ground in your recognition of that. So for me, with the brand Alpha Queen Empire, I see her as the queen. She not just has a business and an empire, but she has an amazing relationship with her spouse. She has an amazing connection with herself, with God, with people around her, with other women and her colleagues, her team. She is rocking her world. So once you know, truly know what it means to be the queen and who is the queen, Ain't no bitch, no match for her, <laughs> simply. But while you are building this muscle of recognizing the queen and identifying the bitch and putting her in her place, there, it, there needs to be a lot of intentionality that you need to bring to the table. So that was that. So I feel that since I am improving in my recognition of, oh my God, the bitchy paradigm versus the Queen Almighty, Shamima, who's rocking her world, I feel more motivated because I'm acting from a place of self-awareness. Now, talking about all this, I would like to tie it down to the intention of today's podcast episode because it certainly is connected which I said was about one of the biggest things that a CEO or a business owner can do to sabotage their business and their life. And that is simply neglecting what needs to be attended ASAP as soon as possible, pronto. 
Now, when it comes to this mere recognition of who on earth is leading my life, my actions, my thoughts, who is speaking, if you're going to neglect that bit, then you may not be holding the energy or the attitude you need to hold at a given moment. And if you do not have the right attitude, then of course you are not going to get the result that can come as a result only of right attitude. Okay, I just realized that I can rephrase that. <laughs> what I'm saying is that the results that you get in your life corresponds to the attitude that you hold. And I feel that the word attitude is something that we think is something that we understand. Sometimes we have certain words in our language that we feel like we've always known it that we do not think about the depth of it. Now, what do I mean by attitude? Attitude is the compound of your thoughts, your feelings, and your action. Your thoughts and your feelings. So based off of what you think, you feel a certain way. So just today on my Instagram story, I was talking about self-confidence and I was talking about do not tie your self-confidence on the actions that you do or the clients that you get because all that is the means instead tie your self-confidence to your spiritual superpower tied to the source of all supply god so instead of rooting my self-confidence saying oh my god my work is of high service all the right clients get to come my way uh, whatever whatever i post and say gets to be enough all of it is amazing mindset and thoughts to have but what if we go the next level the higher tier and say that it's impossible for me to fail because god's on my side i can do all things through god who strengthens me god is the most appreciative he is all aware al-khabir al-ashakur god is the best of providers you know when you are tapped into that truth to the source of all supply allah al-razaq god then it's like even if you fail, you know that God's mercy will lift you up because He really loves us so much. That's one of the prayers that I make in prostration in sujood that God, wherever I may be having shortcomings, please fill it up. Fill the gaps with your mercy. Fill the gaps with your sustenance. Fill the gaps with your blessings. And that level of self-confidence can not match with the confidence that you get by trusting yourself. Because no matter how spiritually elevated we may be in terms of self-awareness, there is no level of self-awareness that can match to the awareness of your nothing without God. In that humility is power. And that's something that we are trying to trap, tap to. Because God is not just the creator of the universe, but the universe in its entirety is in obedience to his command. So if we want to invite miracles into our life that is going against natural laws, then it's only possible with the will and permission of God. Which is why the level of confidence that you can adopt as a CEO, as a business owner, it's the strongest when it is tied down to the relationship that you have with God as opposed to the relationship that you may be having with the work that you're doing, the things that you're studying, the 
um, strategic moves you are making as a CEO. Yes, you need this and that, but let's let the priority be the priority. So tying this self-confidence to the topic that I was talking about initially, that is neglecting, how neglecting can self-sabotage your life and your business. What I can say is when you are taking your self-confidence from just the work that you're doing and you see that irrespective of how clean your energy is while you're putting out the work and it's not getting the results that you're getting as fast as you desire it to get, it can trigger in us because of our human weakness and our nature, a sense of loss. But if the confidence is tied down to God, we know that everything goes unnoticed. God notices, what, what am I saying? Nothing goes unnoticed. Everything is noticed in God. And the way God rewards is not by, oh, is her launch successful or not? God rewards you for your efforts. So even if you had the biggest unsuccessful launch, God protect us all, we would still be recorded as a winner in the sight of God for trying and putting our heart and soul and taking it till the end. You know, it takes a real champion. There is this story about this Sri Lankan athlete, I am from Sri Lanka, who was a marathon racer, I believe. So during, the, so he was running for Olympics in some uh, year, long time back. And I believe at that time, if I'm not mistaken, the Olympics was in Japan. And, you know, we know that the Japanese have really amazing work ethics and discipline and stuff like that. So this person hurt his leg or something during the uh, race. So it was like, let's say 10 laps for the sake of uh, our conversation now because I really do not know the exact details. But in about his, let's say, fifth lap or something like that, his leg got hurt and he was the last one running. So much so that the race ended. Everyone started, um, you know, the blah, blah, blah. <laughs> what am I trying? I'm like trying to recall and say it at the same time. Excuse me for that. So what happened was that the race was technically over except for the fact that this guy, this Sri Lankan athlete was with this hurt leg, I believe, was still running. And it was not like a difference of like a couple of minutes. He still had around five to three laps to finish, which is a long time if you're going to limp your way. So at one point, people were laughing at him, thinking, oh my God, what's up with this guy? Because they couldn't announce a winner or whatever until this guy was done. But despite the crowd laughing at him, he kept running, he kept persisting, and he completed the race. And when he completed the race, people were in so much awe for his spirit of an athlete that they were giving him a standing ovation that the whole crowd did not even give for the winner. And that year, he, this guy was spoken about more than the person who got first in the race. That's so incredible. And this person became such a source of inspiration that the school textbooks had 
this incident quoted in them to inspire the students to have the spirit which is so humbling and beautiful and motivates you to keep going on and hold on to your work ethic and likewise you know whatever you do whether it bears fruits or gives you the income goal whether you're able to hit the income goal that you have for yourself whether you're able to close the clients that you truly desire with all your heart to close or not know that everything is recorded with god and he rewards you for your spirit of being an entrepreneur because as an entrepreneur it is basically a person who is willing to take more risk than a normal person who wants to have a safe job you know have a sense of security have like um if i can say a fixed income coming to them but that's not necessarily the case with an entrepreneur right we are willing to go the extra mile which is why sometimes the rewards that that entrepreneur gets is nowhere in comparison to someone who may be choosing to play it safe um again god has given different people different inclination different longings and there are some people who truly prefer and consciously choose to work 9 to 5 and there's nothing wrong for that wrong about it because just imagine if everyone wants to be an entrepreneur and nobody wants to work in a 9 to 5 or nobody wants to be a doctor <laughs> you know that's not how the world works but you want to make sure that whatever is the calling god has put in your heart in your soul that you answer it and you honor it <sighs> what a break <laughs> so yeah so remember why you started and whenever you see you are neglecting your why you're neglecting your vision your goals you need to address them asap if not it can give more energy to your old paradigm it's easier for you to slip back to your old habits and your habits form a second nature and that's all you've ever been so until you hit rock bottom sometimes you may never realize that you're actually sabotaging until you literally totally feel shit and we do not have to wait till we completely drop the ball which is why I try to bring in intentionality and god consciousness taqwa because you can never fail with god as much as possible to the surface always live in the present whatever you're doing be here and do not neglect any icky feeling that you may be having and even in a very logical sense believe it or not I got the opportunity to do a corporate training which I'm excited for the vibes because this is going to be my first ever corporate training and I feel so incredible about it. Um so I had to send a particular email to this person who I was in contact with from the company and since this is my very first corporate training you know the pay is good and it gives me an elevated level of authority blah 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 everything is amazing that's like a milestone that goes in the books inshallah by god's will i found myself sabotaging not by laziness 
not necessarily by procrastinating. I was being productive, but I'll tell you how it was unconsciously, the bitchy paradigm was manipulating me. Instead of prioritizing this email that I had to send to this person, which is a very definitive way where I can secure a big income for this month, I am having another program called Prayer in Motion, which is $26 that I'm selling. If you are listening in March, it's happening on the 19th of March. All faiths, all genders are welcome. I hope to see you there. We're going to be talking about paradigm, furthering this conversation and looking at why some people seem to get their prayers answered faster, how some people may be praying in a way that's not serving their best interest because of their lack of awareness. We're going to look at all these juicy stuff to make sure that you have 100% understanding about this biggest tool that we have of prayer. You know, we get access to God Almighty, direct, no mediator. But it's so sad that so many people do not know how to make the prayer you know they only know the intellectual aspects about it maybe like okay start by praising god then start by sending blessings and prayers to the prophet then seek forgiveness from god then ask god what you want and end it you know just make it this prayer sandwich it's an intellectual concept but the efficiency and the sincerity of your prayers is not linked to the words that you say, but the emotions that you bring and the energy that you bring to the table and the connection you are able to build with God. How do we use prayer for us? This is something that we will be discussing. So if you are listening and you are interested to gain, if you are interested to buy the ticket for the event, then drop me a DM. But if you are listening to this after the 19th of March 2022 but you want access to the recording drop me an email or message me on Facebook or Instagram anywhere that I'm there and I will send you the recording your investment would be $26 <sighs> deep breaths deep breaths and another sip of water bismillah in the name of Allah so like I was saying, hmm, it's a very interesting to reflect on what I was sharing. So do not neglect it. So going back to this email, I realized that although I was still being productive, I was posting on my stories, I was um, doing other creative, productive tasks. Nobody could say whatever I was doing other than writing this email was unproductive it was productive it was still for the business but i know like deep down i could not completely have a clear energy because that was in my head so what i basically did was i set a timer for 10 minutes and i'm like okay you know what let me just write the draft for this email which is exactly what i did i just sat down on my table wrote down the draft and before i knew it in just a matter of 20 minutes I was done with the email and that gave me momentum now if you find that if you have a task that may be linked to one of the milestone that you're having and you are seeing yourself procrastinating then 
like I said, I started out on a good foot and I was doing productive tasks. You know, too much of that productive task where you're consciously aware that you are, you know, not sending the email you're supposed to do. Now that is self-sabotage because you're neglecting what your higher self wants to do. What will make your higher self feel more liberated and feel the momentum. So you don't want to do that. But there is another flip side that you can tap into. If there is a big task that may be overwhelming you, maybe making you feel anxious, then what you can do is have smaller, more successful tasks that will help you kickstart your momentum. And you ride on that momentum and feel that sense of victory and all the amazing vibes that you want to feel and then jump to this big task and conquer the monster. You know, just look at life as a video game. You know, before you go to the ultimate big monster or the big thing that you got to tackle, you first have to qualify the small, 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 small things. But the moment you feel that this big task is what you feel called to do, you feel inspired to do, but you are not doing it because you're allowing the fear, the worry to dictate, that's when you got to hit the big target. And one of the things like I shared is just set a, say, hey Siri, set a timer for 10 minutes and you get it done. And you realize that half the time this big challenge is so much more easier than you thought it would be. Um, because you realize that half of the overwhelm was caused by your worry than the actual challenge of the task. So to wrap up today's episode, do not sabotage your life and your business by neglecting where you are being inspired towards. Take the next inspired action. And one of the greatest tips that I shared is to give a voice to your old paradigm. Uh, the reason why I call it bitchy, because nobody likes a bitch, face it. So when I give her a very annoying voice and I make her bitchy, so subconsciously I'm already repelled and, you know, pushed away and kind of disgusted by her. And that's why what we want, right? By natural, feel repulsive towards the thoughts, the feelings, the actions, everything that's going to keep us stuck. And by, and we want to be associated with success as leaders. We want to be associated with courage, determination, persistence, and all these amazing traits. So it's the combination of all these traits that I really love. I have given it a voice, given it an identity, called my queen to link up with my brand, Alpha Queen Empire, and I make sure that I can distinguish between the two and bring that sense of awareness. And lastly, we also discussed that as a CEO and as a business owner, a coach, as an entrepreneur, if you're trying to build self-confidence, because when the self-confidence dies down, so does the productivity, your efficiency, your sales, all of it goes down as well. We do not want to talk about self-confidence from a place of cockiness but we are talking self-confidence from the place of um, connecting to the divine from a place of humility that really puts you 
in the zone of abundance, which is why do not seek confidence from what you are doing or the means through which you can get your goals, but connect and plug in to the source of all supply, God, Razak, the provider himself and see the game changer because and finally the idea we spoke about was how energy is not something that you get it's something that you already have in you so it's all about releasing it so to release it you got to identify what motivates you and one of the tips um, that I shared was take the next aligned, inspired, empowered action by listening to the queen in you as opposed to the, <laughs> I don't know if you like to call your paradigm the bitch, but like I say, listen to the queen or the bitch. Always does your favor. I hope to catch you in our next episode. Till then, this is me, Ahoshamima Shahjahan, signing off. If you love this episode, take a screenshot, share it on your socials. Tag me at Alpha Queen Empire and I would love to connect with you and repost and really create this empowering movement viral because the world needs more of us. And if you're watching it on iTunes and Apple Podcasts, then do write a review and rate us because that helps us reach more people. And also, I am planning to put the video version of the podcast that you're listening to if you're not already watching the video version um i'm putting it up on youtube so i hope we can connect there as well um if you like to see the video version then come over to youtube alpha queen empire official and podcast i, I do not know i've not named the channel yes Subscribe, click the notification bell, all that jazz. I'll see you till next time. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. May God's peace, mercy, and blessings be upon you.